brave. Mystery Monday coming your way, coming your way, baby, coming your way, we're coming your way. Creatures, things of the night, things that will give you a fright, are coming your way, baby, coming your way, they're coming your way. Oh, Winkle, me and you, we're about to unfold on you. We're coming your way, baby, coming your way, coming your way. Missing kids and things, things that will go bump in the night. Coming your way, baby, coming your way, they're coming your way. Mystery, Mystery Monday, Mystery Monday coming your way, coming your way, baby, coming your way. It's coming your way Mystery, Mystery Mondays Mystery Monday coming your way Coming your way, baby Coming your way It's coming your way Mysteries are coming your way They're coming your way Mysteries are coming your way They're coming your way Mysteries are coming your way. They're coming your way. Yeah. Oh yeah, coming your way, baby. Every single Monday, 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 Tuesday, Wednesday, but, but only Monday. But only Monday. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, but actually just Mondays. Yes. Mm-hmm. Welcome once again to Mystery Mondays, everybody. Hope you're having a what's up, what's up? super sensual day out there, mm. whatever you're doing. I've um, got a good mystery for everyone today. It is once again my turn. Last Woo-hoo. week we had um, Drew. Um, luckily, Drew is safe after our um, exorcism. Mm-hmm. I know last week ended up pretty hot and heavy. Mm. We had to perform a last minute exorcism because the soul of uh, Peter Gibbs had... Um, <laughs> had oh, oh, it's it's, oh, it's there's still lingering still a, little like bit, a little bit. But it's, um, yeah, he's down there a little bit. We've been told by our local psychic experts that it will take a couple of weeks for it to fully leave. Mm. But um, it is on its way out. It's a bit like an illness, you know? Mm. Um, but so you know, if you see him ever staring like into the distance today, just looking a bit strange, then that is the the spirit of Peter Gibbs <laughs> or just if taking I, control. If every now and again he just randomly like goes a bit Scottish, mm. hey, then uh, <laughs> then um, you know why. Uh, so yeah, that was a that was good. That was a good way to finish the episode last week. You know, the power of uh, the power of love, the power of love, Brought and the Father, the abyss, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and Gandalf the Grey, mm. all pulled through for us all. Every friend of the pod channeled yep. himself through Callum. I like I to ima- hear your prayers. I like to think of it as like when Goku's summoning the spirit bomb. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened mm-hmm. last week. You were cooling upon the yeah. upon the energy. The energy of everyone. Of every mm-hmm. friend of the pod. <laughs> yeah, ever channeled, channeled it. But yeah, I got a good mystery for everyone this week. So um, <laughs> let's crank up the spooky music. Oh my god. <sighs> And let us put these shenanigans aside for a short while while we go balls deep into today's mystery. This is the mystery of the disappearance of Glenn and Bessie Hyde. Dun dun dun. Glenn and Bessie Hyde. Glenn Hyde. 
a farmer from Idaho, and Bessie Haley, an artist from West Virginia, were married in Twin Falls, Idaho, on April the 10th, 1928. He was 27, and she was just 18. In the autumn of that year, they built a boat for a special honeymoon adventure, a trip down the Colorado River to California. Glenn was an experienced river rafter who wanted to set a new speed record for traveling through the Grand Canyon, which would have put Bessie in the book as the first documented woman to do so. They took 26 days to get from Utah to the Bright Angel Trail in the heart of the canyon. On November the 16th, they were photographed by a man called Emery Kolb at his studio and home near the rim of the basin. He was well known in the area and had documented the canyon extensively. Kolb would later say that when they visited him, Bessie had grown tired of the trip. She was bored. <laughs> He'd made her do it. She just wanted to draw some pictures. Yeah. How many days? That, that, that was quite a few 20, days. Uh, 20 26 days. days. Yeah, it's yeah. quite a long, uh, long, long time just on a river, boat. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sore butt. Kolb. <laughs> <laughs> Kolb would later say that when they visited him, oh yeah, Bessie had grown tired of the trip, Kolb apparently warned the pair of dangers down the river. There are dangers ahead. He asked them both to stay with him through the winter and wait until the weather improved. Stay with me. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> he they even were weirded out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He even offered them his life jackets. Glenn, however, supposedly refused all of his offers. Mm, suspicious. I don't need that. I'm a river rafter. That's I'm right. I'm setting a record. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what happened, yeah. So I like that we've got like a little reenactment every now and again. This <laughs> is perfect. Regardless of how true this account is, one thing is for sure. Two days after the couple's interaction with Kolb, the pair went missing and were never found again. <sighs> When they failed to reappear by December of that year, a full search was assembled to find them, which was led by Kolb. Mm. Their their boat, complete with their full supplies strapped in, was found around mile 237 of the river. Everything appeared to be perfectly intact. There is evidence they made it as far as river mile 225, where they may have made camp. Their bodies were never found, but it is possible that they were lost around River Mile 232. Two days after interaction with Kolb. It just seems a bit strange that two days after the interaction with Kolb, they were just like never found again. Mm. Do you know what I mean, mm. but like that, their boat was found like completely intact with all of its supplies still on board. Mm. Like nothing seemed at all awry. And then Kolb managed to like lead the whole operation to find them. There's black and white photos you can find on Google of like the pictures that Kolb took of them, mm. and it almost just seems like Did a bit eerie. Scared? <laughs> no, but they are quite weird terrifying. pictures because back in those days, it was like, you know, it's almost like people didn't smile and that, so it almost looks a bit menacing. Yeah, it's they're just, really like, they're just serious, like, like, in all their gear, just like. I've got a really good photo. Do you remember there was a photo in my house um, when from when I was younger? I forgot about it until, like, Josh randomly, like, shared it in the group the other day. Right. Did you see it? And it was like, it, it was. Um, we went to one of these reenactment photo things before where you could get like a really old school photo like as a family so like it's hilarious man so my my dad <laughs> I is think I've up. seen it yeah. my dad's dressed up as like a like a like a like a uh, like like a captain of, yeah I thought uh, he was like a sailor or something yeah and I was dressed up as like a young sailor with a book 
and then like and my your, sister and was your like, mum all dressed in like yeah, almost like, like Victorian proper sort of old like those garbs, yeah, with it with it with the dresses mm. that come really out and the corsets and stuff and my and sad and it's so weird. You look at it it's and we look creepy. like this family from like like the eighteen hundreds or something. It's so weird. It's actually just like your great granddad's family. <laughs> but yeah, but they told us then they were like, no one smile, just look dead serious and look straight at the camera. But we're all like so serious in mm. it as well. It's mm. like weird. It's weird that nobody used to smile, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you almost think it's like a natural thing to do. Like someone takes a picture and you're like. Yeah, what's just the most like, human thing to do? Yeah. <laughs> right, we're going to take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> right, now, this is where the story starts to get really weird there, guys. Ooh. Okay. So, the two have gone completely missing. Their boat was found 100% intact, with all of its supplies That's on board. That's weird. Right, it seems that they made camp downriver. There was evidence of a camp near their boat. Oh, okay. But they've just completely disappeared off the face of the earth. So how is there... Sorry, I've just got one more question. Go on. How is there no evidence that they... You said their boat was found at mile 237. Um, no, um... There is evidence... Uh, their boat was found... Two, yeah, 237, yeah. Yeah, but they don't know that they got past 232. I feel like five miles is quite a long way for a boat to go without them being in it. Well, I guess their bodies... But it was possible they were lost around... Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. Yeah, long way. It's like that plane in that yeah. one that in with Peter Gibbs. Mm. Peter when Gibbs. it's just like it must have flown on its own for ages before it actually went in the sea. But yeah. yeah, like when it's completely intact, you'd think if when it hit the river, it well, bashed, I don't know. I don't know how. Would have bashed the bishop yeah, a bit. I don't. I don't know how uh, yeah. strong the current is and stuff. Like that let's face it, we're not professional rafters. Mm. Mm. So. Could have just like really softly just landed a like a lazy home, river, and then that was it. Yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? So. The search party spent months combing the, area, the surrounding area of the Grand Canyon looking for bodies or any other kind of evidence that may point to Glenn and Bessie Hyde's whereabouts, but they didn't find anything. Several years after the disappearance of Glenn and Bessie Hyde, a group of men were taking their boats down the Colorado River. They spotted an older woman who was going down the river alone. They invited the woman to join the group, and she introduced herself as Georgie Clark. Georgie Clark. Jo- Hello. Hello, I'm, I'm Georgie Clark. <laughs> the rafting tour guide began to tell the legend of Glen and Bessie Hyde around the campfire late at night. It was at this moment that the old woman abruptly said that she was in fact Bessie Hyde. Ooh. How how long ago was this after? A long time after. Like something like like something like forty or fifty years after. They just found it's really almost like creepy to me as well that they were just like going down the river and then they just saw an old woman on her own going down the river. Like all like mysterious and that. Like this little old lady. And the fog appeared as she as she arrived. Yeah. You can (laughs) you can find pictures of her online as well, like around the time it happened. She's like she's old man. Yeah. Like it's almost like creepy that she could even like go out on a boat on her own. (laughs) Um Yeah, like she looks like as old as like one of our grandmothers sort of thing. Georgie Clark claimed that she was actually Bessie Hyde and that she had stabbed her husband to death after they got into a fight down the river. Bessie wanted to leave because she felt that the trip had become too dangerous. Glenn began to beat her, so she grabbed a knife and stabbed him. This woman said everything so matter-of-factly that everybody around the campfire believed her. One of the men in the group found Georgie Clark's phone number and called her afterwards to see if she would do an interview to talk about the story. Strangely, the old woman then denied everything, saying that she had never even claimed to be Bessie Hyde and hung up the phone, even though there were multiple witnesses to testify that she had. Mm. Of course, if she really was Bessie Hyde, 
she would have to say this. She confessed to murdering her husband, after all. However, this does not explain why she decided to leave all of their belongings behind in the boat. If Bessie truly did kill Glenn, she would have been alone in the middle of the Grand Canyon, miles and miles away from civilization, and in the middle of winter, nonetheless. After Georgie Clark passed away, her best friends requested to search her home to look for clues. Clark had also told her, told her best friends that she was Bessie Hyde, and yet she never showed them any proof. Stranger yet, she never let her friends come over to visit her house. Mm. When they went through their belongings, they found a mixture of evidence that makes this mystery even more confusing. Mm. Georgie Clark had a birth certificate in her house that said her real name was Bessie de Ross. Bessie de Ross? Yeah, so de Ross wasn't even her maiden name. Well, like, you know, the actual Bessie Hyde. Mm. They also found a marriage certificate of Bessie and Glenn Hyde. Well, that's pretty, like... <laughs> concrete. Mm. Yeah, that seems concrete but, to me. But it gets... But yeah, but it's, 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 yeah, but there are other things that make it not so much. In Clark's underwear drawer, she had a pistol. These three pieces of evidence may be enough for some people to completely believe that she was telling the truth. However, all of the photographs of Georgie when she was younger look quite different from that of Bessie Hyde. Mm, They do not appear to be the same person. So, was Georgie Clark so deep in her lies that she had a fake birth and marriage certificate made? Or did she steal these documents from Bessie's boat and she was the first one that found it? Is she actually the murderer? Maybe Georgie Clark was disappointed that she accomplished just as much in the Colorado River as the real Bessie Hyde, and yet she never seemed to get any recognition for her skills until after she pretended to be someone more famous. A man named Richard Westwood wrote an entire biography on Georgie Clark, and he concluded that while her accomplishments as a solo woman adventurer were incredible in their own right, she was not Bessie Hyde. None of it makes much sense. Mm. The skeleton in the boathouse. I like this, but I like how we're going into into chapters. Yeah, yeah. In the 1970s, Emery Kolb, the photographer who met Glennon and Bessie Hyde, had passed away. When relatives were cleaning out his house, they found a complete skeleton of a human man laying in a canoe in his boathouse. I never trusted Cole. I didn't either. The skeleton was a white man who was over six feet tall. He was killed by a single bullet to the head. Everyone believed that 50 years after their disappearance, they finally found the body of Glenn Hyde and that Emery Kolb must have murdered him. Newspapers began to report the story, speculating what may have happened. However, when scientists compared photographs of Glenn to the skull from Emery Kolb's boathouse, they realised that their facial structures are drastically different. Mm-hmm. This man is not the body. This man is not the body of Glenn Hyde. So then, who was it? Was Emery Kolb a murderer? Even if it wasn't the body of um, of Glenn Hyde, who's yeah, who was it? Who's is this man that it seems that that uh, Kolb mm. murdered? And why is he just in his in a little canoe in his outhouse? It just seems creepy. It just seems that either way, like, that body was definitely put there mm. at some point, do you know what I mean, over the years, and it must have been Colby. Are you trying to tell me that 
if you had like an outhouse with a canoe in it, think you they, they said that Cole there. they said that Cole died fifty years after his interaction with the Heights. Mm. You're telling me you're going to go half a century without ever just realizing that there's a dead body randomly in your canoe in your outhouse? Yeah, he obviously shot the guy in the head and mm. put, the, put the body there. Yeah, and probably like he doesn't like seem like the kind of guy you'd have like loads of visitors and stuff no. like like sneaking yeah, around. Yeah, he, he lives in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, on his own, so he could put a body there and just have it there for years, and no one would ever know. Yeah, and it almost makes it even more creepy in a way. It's like. Well, it's hard to say what's more creepy, the, the the idea that it is Glen Hyde or the or the fact that it's not, mm. and, then and then it's like, it? yeah. there's just this unaccounted for person that yeah. nobody knows who it is. Mm. Even though the body did not match that of Glen Hyde, it still makes Emery Kolb a much more sinister character. Some still believe that he killed Glen Hyde, and that his motive was maybe that he was in love with Bessie. Mm. He wanted her so badly, he was willing to kill Glen. However, People who knew Emery Cole personally say that they know this to be false, though they admit they were shocked to find that he would have a literal skeleton in his closet, regardless of who it was. Did they used to keep like um, family members like bodies and stuff back then? No, not no, in, not they, in like they'd America. They bury him. I would have yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah, that's, right. yeah. Yeah, they would mm. definitely bury him. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you were like a full-on weirdo, mm. like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm. you know? or that person who kept that woman doll and porcelain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Those are the exceptions, aren't they? Mm. The most romantic and probably the most plausible theory is that one of the hides fell into the frigid waters of the Colorado River, and the other one jumped in in an attempt to save their love. Ah. Hypothermia would have set in very quickly, and without life jackets, they would have been swept up in the rapids and carried down the river. The boat was sturdy and gently floated into the next natural harbour. Since it had been a month since they disappeared, their remains would have been eaten by fish and scattered in the waters of the Grand Canyon Rapids. Regardless of what happened to the newlyweds, there are whispers that in recent years, the ghost of a young woman has been observed haunting the stretch of river where the couple disappeared. If you believe in that sort of thing, of course. It is very possible that no one will ever know the true story of what happened to Glenn and Bessie Hyde, and that it will always remain. A mystery. <sighs> that was a good Monday. mystery, man. That was good. That was a good mystery. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I, I think as well, like, um, it, when someone dies young like that, that's mm. the most uh, likely time that I can imagine, like, a ghost, like, mm. kind of roaming around when they're, they're when almost like their whole life's been taken away from them mm. and they've still got a lot of unfinished business here. And no one knows what happened as well. Mm. Yeah, it's like, um, I think it's almost like, yeah, a bit eerie to think, like, apparently, like, in recent years, like, late at night and stuff, like, people that are also, like, either camping out in the area or, like, going down the rapids, apparently, you see, like, the spectre of almost, like, a woman just, like, mm. over the river, almost, like, oh, staring at them. So that's cool. freaky, man. Can you imagine that? Yeah, just, like, a spectre so, in the night, mm. like, like, a wraith in The Witcher. That's how I imagine it, like, real mm. freaky. in the mist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, like, ethereal. If you guys had to put money on what you think happened, what, what are you going for? This is another one, like a lot of the Mystery Mondays we do, it's so hard for me to make up my mind, and I think that's what makes it such a good mystery. Mm. Because it's like, my mind can't come up with a definite thing. I think, obviously, Emery Kolb is clearly a lot more of like a, um, a complex character than he probably made out he was in his life. I mean, he literally had a body mm. in his outhouse, mm. in a canoe, with a bullet in its skull. Mm. Like, so he, it seems that at some point in his life he did kill someone, regardless of what that reason was, or who that person mm. was, is like, weird. As I said at first, it seemed like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's um, Glenn Hyde. But then, obviously, when, yeah, the coroners did all the stuff, it's like the bones didn't match up mm, or everything with, like, mm, the pictures mm. and, and all the medical information they had of Glenn Hyde, which seems a bit strange. Mm. I reckon um, 
she, I reckon she killed him. She killed mm. her husband because she didn't like the boat and she had a sore bum. Mm. And um, and then Emery Cole helped her like I escape. Agree. I agree. And then like and then that old woman was was her. You reckon Georgie yeah, Clark was but her? Just because she had like the the, mm. the birth certificate and stuff like that. What that, about that, the fact that they said that she didn't look like her in the face? Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? That's almost like a bit. I creepy, almost isn't thought it? like they 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 could have helped each other. And even if they, he wasn't in love with her and didn't, you know, yeah. he probably mm. he would have like. He would have just been like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll help you get out of here, yeah. whatever." And she had mm. still had like, a what connection do we do with, the body? with that. Be like, oh, I'll put it in my outhouse. It does mm. seem real, like almost like weird of Georgia Clark there. How like, all of her life, like she had like friends, and then they'd be like, "Oh, can I come over?" And she'd be like, "No." Yeah, that's what I mean. That seems and very secretive. And then she had all of this like marriage certificate, yeah, birth certificate, saying her name was unless Bethany. that was fake. And like, also another thing I think is weird, which almost like adds to all these weird little mysteries because there's lots of little mysteries in this one, is the fact that the birth certificate said her name was Bessie. But the surname wasn't even the same as like Bessie Hyde's one, which makes means if she was trying to fake that she was Bessie Hyde, you would think that like she would have at least made sure that the maiden name of Bessie Hyde was correct. Mm. Yeah, that's another weird. Uh, I think thing. it was Bessie Haley. I think that yeah. was actually Bessie Hyde's maiden name. I think it was Bessie Haley. So uh, it's like she would have been able to find that out. Yeah. Mm. Which makes well, it almost like that, more well, weird. Some weird thing about her family. About or maybe Bessie Haley's real name was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that whatever one. And there's was, some weird said. secret about her family that is yeah. just not part of the story, you know. Mm. Yeah. You know, stuff like that, don't you? Yeah, man, it's weird. Mm. The Grand Canyon's a cool place. I'd love to go to the yeah, Grand Canyon. Man. You've been out there. Of, out of everywhere I've been, we went like when we went to America, we checked out like the Yosemite National Park. All these like natural natural yeah. beauty places. Do you just call it Yosemite? Uh, Yosemite. But oh, right. I, I think it. Well, I'm sure. It Maybe it's like when a like, tomato tomatoes. Yeah, it? probably. Um, but out of all the places that I've been to, the Grand Canyon is the one that blew my mind. Nice. Like going there, it's so vast and mm. so big and so deep that mm. you look at it and you're like, this shouldn't be able to exist. Mm. I know crazy. that Graham Hancock and what's his name, Randall Carlson, do it. Especially Randall have done a lot of research into that as like sort of evidence of um, the Great Flood. Yes. Yeah. Mm. The, the, the meteor impact and they, yeah, they say some of the like rock formations and the way that things are. Um, look like yeah, give evidence of just like mass, 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 huge flooding. Like mm. that, like some of the damage that would happen to the rocks and stuff. Mm. Like, yeah, he, they go into that a lot, don't they? And it mm. seems like really <coughs> interesting. Mm. And I think it's so crazy as well when you get like random like boulders like in the middle of the desert yeah. and stuff. Mm. And it's just like they say that because it was all ice. The, the ice melted so quickly that it would go down in this flood but then there'd still be chunks of ice in the water that would carry these huge rocks and then just like when the ice melted they would just like be just dumped in like the mm. middle of the land and mm-hmm. it's like but no one knows how they got there but that's like the only way they could have really because yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one could have moved them and stuff mm-hmm. the most plausible yeah, explanation it seems yeah. like it's so interesting yeah, like yeah so an, in fascinating place it, for mm. many a reason mm. both mm. spectres and giant floods alike and mm-hmm. I swear they said that, that there's actually like um, ground meteorite stone like all mm. throughout that area of America yeah, within about, yeah. the soil yeah. you know they're little, little little tiny fragments and bits of this like which they say proves that there was a meteor impact that, that like caused this massive yeah. um, mm. flood and stuff are oh, so cool that's awesome <sighs> yet another mystery yes another, yes, another Monday <laughs> yes another Monday yet another mystery any um, anything got you guys want to finish on are we spent? Are we spent our load for today? 
I think so. Yeah, I think, I think so, so, man. Fully yeah. extracted our our loads. There's an interesting story. I'd like to go in a canoe after mm. after listening to that down well, the, in that down the river section. Yeah, yeah. down the canyon. Mm. Maybe see the ghost late at night. Yeah, mm. build a little campfire next to where they disappeared mm. and see if you can see any spectres. <sighs> That'd be cool. Upon the water, we definitely got to camp out in America at some oh, point. Oh yeah. yeah, man. That'd be so cool. Oh, definitely, definitely have to hire like a rifle day. Mm. Just Hell a, yeah! Apart from anything else, just for like the bears. Yeah, yeah. For the wild cats. Imagine that, like just a little turn of event. Like, oh god, I didn't think I just my life would end being eaten by a bear. Mm. Mm. So yeah, got to hire a rifle. But yeah, we'll go on a little Pandora's box expedition. Pandora's bear. box goes camping in near sites of some of the mysteries that we talk about. Yeah, we should, we should check out if we can find the like haunted places in England. And go oh check yeah, them out, Jamaica Inn is one of the most haunted places in Britain, isn't it? It's like literally on the way down to Cornwall, isn't it? Is it? Mm, yeah. I haven't heard of that one. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamaica Inn, yeah. the old Jamaica Inn. Yeah, I can't remember what makes it so. Um, Haunted, yeah. <laughs> but we, we can talk about it on like the next week's pod or something, like all about the Jamaica Inn. Mm. Cool. Cool, guys. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us. We uh, hope you enjoyed this week's Mystery Monday. We will see you again next Monday for Bullwinkle's <gasps> Mystery. Have a good one, everybody. Stay safe. Goodbye. Goodbye for now. <laughs>